best Number one and nothing less Lead me to my destiny I have waited patiently I have vision though I believe I know I can count on me So stand up for the champions For the champions Stand up, stand up, stand up For the champions, for the champions Stand up for the champions For the champions Stand up, stand up, stand up For the champions, for the champions Stand up Perform below our standards and I have to say that uh, since I'm the Arsenal manager, it's the first time that I've seen us play and we were in a team. They seem to unsettle you right from the very first moment when they had the goal disallowed for VAR. What was it with your players' mentality tonight that didn't seem to be there? I take full responsibility. Um, we didn't start the game well enough. We got away with the decision VAR because of the offside situation. But straight after that, um, yeah, we, we lost all the races, all the duels. We were sloppy on the ball, and uh, when we created the chances to score, we didn't even hit the target. So it's a really bad combination. As the game went on, and we started to be more open and chase the games more, and we left more spaces. Obviously, it's a team that uh, can do that to you. And on the counter attack, we look uh, really vulnerable. You've set. Those were the words of um, the Arsenal gaffer. Talking about uh, Miguel Arteta as they were humiliated, destroyed, and humbled by the speed side. Aston Villa at the final odds and defeated Arsenal by three goals to nil right there at the Emirates Stadium. Willie Watkins getting two goals in the game, and also Chelsea Looney talking about um, Ross Barkley nudging an assist also in the game. It is on this note I welcome you to today's edition of your number one and favorite sport podcast, Alex Sports. It is the 10th day in the month of November 2020, and we give thanks to Almighty God who has made it possible to come on the program today. Today's show promises to be exciting, as we will be serving you juicy and mouth-watering stories that just unfolded this past weekend. Alice Lola is my name, and I'll still remain your host on the show. I will not be doing it alone today on the show. I have got two interesting personalities in the house with me. Firstly, I have got a football lover and analyst. Assalamu alaikum, as we call him, Aki Onimbide. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. It's a pleasure to be here, Dan. Also, I have the ever relentless and fully fit man, Ogo Triumph. A good morning to you. Yeah, good morning to you. Thanks for having me. All right, um, quickly, uh, disappointing result um, for the Arsenal Faithfuls. And um, Ateta is taking um, full responsibility for their big loss um, in the game. In your own opinion, what exactly? went wrong with the team. I start with you, Triumph. Uh, I like the fact that Arteta took responsibility for the loss. He's not blaming any player because everything that happened was just below par for Arsenal. Nothing was working, nothing was working at all. And I think because he played the same team that played Man U, he didn't change the lineup. I think that was where the problem came from. You can't sit and um, defend against the small team, it is not done in football. You have to attack them. So I think that was where he lost everything completely. And again, maybe the fatigue from this accumulation of games also affected them. But I like the fact that he's taking responsibility for everything that happened and he should try to fix it probably in the next match. Okay, alright. Uh, quickly, uh, marking your submission on that. 
Now we also what happened in that game. Arsenal played second team to everything that happened on that game. Arsenal were not playing at anything at all. Uh, it was it's a a kind of a bad thing that we didn't hear what the Arsenal Villa coach said, but I heard it. He said they had everything planned out. Their their mission was to disturb Arsenal's football flow. You know, Arsenal has the best um, goal record playing from from the goalkeeper. His own mission was to destroy all the passes, and they did that. We saw what Ross Barkley did. He did a very very fantastic game. For, um, he played a very very fantastic thing in that game yesterday, um, that day, and. No, um, Watkin was a very very fantastic player. Aston, Arsenal are a very very good team, but Aston Villa defied all odds and they dealt with them that day. Alright, um, Aston Villa defied all odds um, and um, dealing now uh, with um, Arsenal as far as um, the game is concerned. That one ended um, 3 0 in favour of um, Aston Villa and they were victors at the end of the day. Now, quickly, um, video assistant referee has um, been called um, into actions on so many occasions. And then once more, it was the Hawks ringing out um, Aston Villa's goal in the opening minutes of their encounter with Arsenal due to obstruction of the sight of the goalkeepers. Going forward, do you feel this law should be modified right off quickly? I think the law should be modified. Here, uh, yes, to an extent, they have tried to stop some irregularities in football, but um, there are some kind of decisions that are taken in England that I, I really I, I'm not very very comfortable with. The goal Aston Villa scored was a fantastic goal. I don't see how um, the player was obstructing the goalkeeper. In fact, I, I was I was paying when that goal was disallowed. I'm an Arsenal lover, but I was paying when that goal was disallowed because it doesn't talk well about football in England. And again, I think they need to review the kind of decisions they take with the VAR. It happened with um, Leeds over the weekend. Just a player pointing at where he wants the ball, then his hand was taken because his hand was um, beyond the um, offside line. They had to use that against them to cancel the, the goal. So there are so many irregularities with VR that I'm not very comfortable personally. So I think I think they should review so many things in it. And in England, they should also maybe I was thinking for the VR, I'll bring people from another country to come and represent in England and take people in England to other country and let's see how it, how it works. That's my suggestion. All right, um, um, nice one there from um, Trial. Talking about uh, VR as far as um, the game is concerned. So many flaws um, to the game. Um, talking about the video stand referee, but definitely I believe that um, those laws should be modified. And um, I'm thinking definitely that the first goal for um, Aston Villa in the game against Arsenal should have stand. Um, but then in it, in the latter stage, it was actually ruled by um, the VR. All right, um, quickly, Aki, um, Inter Milan boss. Antonio Conte told his um, critics to lay off the wine after their winless run straight um, to four games following um, a 1-1 draw with um, Atlanta. Then it means that Inter have only won um, just one of their previous eight matches in all competitions and have also considered um, 16 goals in 10 matches. Do you think his words were spot on or do you feel um, something isn't right for the team? Quickly. Well, I think um, he, we all know who um, Antonio Conte is. Conte is a very, very fantastic um, manager. He knows what he's doing. Yes, the winless run has stretched to six um, to four games right now. But you know something? Anthony Conte is a very, very fantastic um, coach. He knows what he wants. We also what he did at Chelsea. In fact, when Chelsea sacked him, I was like, I was like, I was, I was pained because he was still doing something. He still won the FA Cup, if you could remember very well, against Arsenal before he left. He left for Inter. So I think. He said it that they should lay off the wine. I think he's, he's spot on on that. But again, Inter, everybody, just like what Triumph said the other time, 
um, everybody is, is every team is facing fatigue right now, Accumula accumulation of matches and everything like that. So I think if he just maybe this international break is going to give him is a kind of um, a kind of um, uh, he will be, be able to calm his players down and hopefully when the game restarts we will see a better Inter Milan. Okay, all right. And hopefully when the game starts uh, we're gonna see a better Inter Milan. Those are the words of um, Akin talking about uh, Inter Milan as far as uh, the Serie A is concerned um, this season. Alright, I'm quickly trying One player even on the lips of um, Chelsea fans that uh, they are ranting about is um, Akin Ziyech. And um, Frank Lampard has said um, that um, he will be a big player for Chelsea in the coming years. He also said in Saturday's 4-1 um, victory over Sheffield United, nudging at two assists as the Blues um, won their four consecutive games in all competitions. Do you agree with Frank Lampard on this? Yeah, I agree with everything Frank Lampard has said. Hakim Ziyech is a very spectacular player. He can play in multiple positions. He can play from the flank. He can play as um, the playmaker. So he has a vision for how to pick out players. He knows how he knows how to pick up strikers and others. So Hakim Ziyech is a very fantastic. I think that's the best by for Chelsea this season. He is the best by because he can create goals, he can score, and he can play from the flank. So that makes him and a very good attacking player and that's what Chelsea need, needed to follow the departure of um, Eden Hazard. Alright, um, quick one there, nice one um, from uh, coming from um, Triumph, um, talking about um, Hakim Ziyech and the exploit as far as um, Chelsea is concerned. Frank Lampard has been talking so much about his work rate and his work ethics and his vision open to also pick up passes uh, as far as the team is concerned and we saw glimpses of that um, in the match um, against um, Sheffield United. Hakim Ziyech is the name, definitely we hope, um, we're definitely going to see the best of him as far as uh, the matches are concerned to come in APL. Alright, uh, quickly we have um, some exciting results here for you. In um, England, um, we have a Weber team losing um, to Manchester United by 3 goals to 1. And West Ham were also beaten by a late um, winner coming from um, Hurricane in that game. Um, Cottingham winning um, West Brom by 1 goals to 0. In um, Germany, we have um, Leipzig um, beating um, SC Freiburg by 3 goals to 0. And then Bayern Munich also defeated um, Borussia Dortmund by three goals to two. PSG were three goals and better than their opponent, talking about um, Stad Rennes. And then Lyon were also victors on the day, defeating them um, Saint Etienne by two goals to one. Lazio and Juventus played out um, a one-one draw, and also Atlanta and Inter also ended um, one-one apiece. Atletico Madrid were three goals good, winning um, the 15 Cadiz by three goals to nil. Barcelona also defeated Real Betis by 5 goals to 2. And Valencia, defining all odds and beating the almighty Real Madrid by 4 goals to 1. Remember Carlos Sola scoring um, a hat trick of um, penalties in that game. And um, seriously, Zidane was on board. Zidane's side was definitely on board as far as um, that game uh, is concerned. Alright, um, we will go on a short break now and serve you the post match reactions. Of the two teams battling in out for glory this past weekend in the EPL, talking about um, Liverpool and um, Man City. We start with the City boss, then we take um, Klopp's reactions also to the game. And when we come back, we shall be talking about international matches that will be taking place all around the globe, with specific focus on the Super Eagles of Nigeria. Started very quickly. What did you do to adjust? To their tactics it's not easy you know to defend liverpool because there are four players up front normally three now today four we hold that many uh salai firmino like make a movement runs in behind and you cannot stay high because it's not easy with them they play between the, the players 
and create a space in the middle for in that case Firmino, the other one. So it's not uh, it's not easy. It's not easy to play, but we just a little bit. We have more courage to stay high in our back four, and uh, we make our process a little bit better. And uh, yeah, we make a good uh, sc a good goal, and, and unfortunately we miss the penalty. So against rugby games or opponents like Liverpool, when you concede a penalty, what you yes or yes you have to avoid it, and you miss a penalty always is more difficult. You said to us before the game that Gabriel Jesus brings something special. Did he show that with that goal? Yeah, three games, three goals. So that's good. So incredible. So he trained not much and his physicality and everything. About the way your side started the game, that first period. Top, top. So um, obviously a little surprise for the opponent and the different system. We won the balls, we break through. We had counter-attacking um, moments, so many. And um, then we obviously didn't finish it off. That's a little bit of a shame. But um, apart from that, it's it's so tricky. It was uh, was a tough decision to, to honestly, to be honest, and to to change the system again before to play City, uh, just because in a game when the boys um, don't close this gap or don't close that gap, they think they that wouldn't have happened in the with the other system. But the boys are just ready to listen, ready to. To adapt, ready to perform, and um, so I'm really happy because um, I think with the, in a lot of moments so we could have we could have created bigger chances. So it was it was really good football. Uh. Welcome back uh, from that um, short um, interlude. Why you've been hearing uh, both managers talking about um, the game, talking about um, Liverpool and uh, Man City. Alright, um, quickly, we saw um, both managers um, calling on the FA to increase um, the number of substitutions um, per game to five, as the numbers of injuries have been increasing. Players like um, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Tufati and Arsenal's new recruits, talking about um, Thomas Pache, picked up injuries um, this past weekend. Should the FA increase um, the numbers of substitutions regardless of the stance of other teams on this. Quickly, Triumph, I start with you. Yes, I think the FA should increase the number of substitutions. It's happening in other leagues, so I think it should be applicable in England as well. Although the smaller teams, are, they would not like that to happen because it might not favor them because they would not have the financial capacity to have so many players in their squad. But I think because of the pandemic that's happening, yes, the number of substitutions should increase to five. Alright, all nice one coming from um, Triumph. Quickly, Akin, your submission on this. Well, we all know that no team has squad depth like both those those teams, like in, um, Liverpool and Man City. No team has squad depth like that. So, if the both man managers with the squad depth they have, if they could be saying they should increase to five, then you should know what is happening. I don't think I don't think um, there is no any law that bans it that the, the FA is high time the FA took. A, a unanimous decision and increase that substitution to five because it will help us because we all know the pandemic and everything that is going on increasing it to five would help the players rest more i will, I will make the game more sweeter so i think it's better to increase it to five all right um well, the two allies are got in house i've been talking and then um, they have been seeing that um the fa definitely should look into that um and definitely increase um the number of substitutions and um, per games to five as far as um as against um, the conventional three that we have um, initially. All right, um, talking about um, international matches, 
um, players have been invited from their various clubs um, to represent um, their respective countries at um, the international level. The NFL um, has released um, a 24-man list of players to lock on with um, Syria alone in the African Nations Cup qualifiers double-legged en encounter. And um, I'll be running um, through um, the squad list. In goal, we have um, Daniel Akwey, who trades um, with um, Keza Chiefs. I have um, Sebastian Osigwe. I have um, Madika Okoye. In the defense, um, we have um, Kenneth Omero, Leon Balogun, Chidozi Awaji, Trust William Ekong, Online, no? Jamil Collins, Oluwashemi Logo Ajayi, Zaidu Sanusi, Kevin Apoguma. In the midfield, um, we have um, Organe Karoe Tebo, Tyron Evoyi, Franco Nyenka, and um, Joseph Ayodele Aribo. The forward line sees um, Ahmed Musa, Alex Iwobi, Emmanuel Dennis Bonaventure, Paul Unuachu, Samuel Chukweze, Victor Osieme, Kelechi Iyanacho, and um, Chidera Ejuke. Alright, um, quickly, uh, Aki, what are your thoughts um, on this team? Quickly. Well, the defense, the defense line is very, very, very fantastic. We all, the goalkeepers are good. We also we know Kenneth Omeru is a very fantastic player. Pairing him with Leon Balogun, I know they can do something. So, but the midfield, I don't know why he invited so little midfield players to the team. I think subsequently he should be inviting more people to that. But the forward, we all know Ahmed Musa, we know Victor Osime, we all know that they are very fantastic players. Now, against Syria alone, they wouldn't have anything, they wouldn't have a huddle to cross. But against bigger teams, I think this team needs it needs to to bring in more players to to play a, a tougher team. But with Syria alone, I think it's gonna be a walkover for for um, the Super Eagles. All right, um, quickly, try and what should um, Nigerians be expecting as far as um, the game with um, Syria alone is concerned? Yeah, I think yeah, we have a very good forward line. We have so many. We have a wealth of experience in the forward line. Talking of Alex Iwobi, um, we have also have the presence of Victor Sime which is a very very good um, top striker i've watched this game several times in napoleon and i see how effective he's been for them but for our midfield i think i think we are going to miss the dirty job in the, the doors in that midfield like, because most of the players i see here are more of attacking midfield players for time away he is more of a defensive minded player so i think he might do the dirty job for us but i think um we might miss we might miss indeed so much because he's big he has a presence and um we're going to miss him so much but yeah I hope we, we pull this one through. For me in football, anything is possible, anything can happen, so there's no small thing. So Nigeria should take this match seriously as though they are playing Brazil or Argentina. Alright, um, those are the words of um, Ogot Rahaf um, talking about um, Nigeria versus Syria alone. He's saying that um, anything can happen, that uh, football is a game of 90 minutes, and in 90 minutes there's nothing that could happen. That Nigeria, definitely talking about um, the Super Eagles of Nigeria, should take um, this match um, seriously. Alright, um, just to remind you that um, the first leg of the encounter will take place on um, Friday, the 13th of um, November 2020, here in Nigeria, and the return leg will be played in Freetown on um, Tuesday, the 17th um, of November 2020. We do really hope um, that the Super Eagles of Nigeria could make up Nigerians um, proud even at um, the end of the day. Alright, my final words for you listeners today. Sometimes um, we are not tested um, to show our weaknesses, rather to discover our strengths. Never give up in the face of impossibilities and don't stop believing in yourself. It's really been a wonderful time out here today on the show and we have been talking all the way about sports stories that has unfolded in the past week. For critics and comments on the podcast, you could reach out to us 
there are various platforms like Anchor at um, www.anchor.fm forward slash Alishi Damlola and also on Facebook via the link www.facebook.com forward slash Alexport. Also on WhatsApp and SMS via the number plus two three four eight one six three six seven zero one six nine. We would leave you with um, the interview with um, Gennot Raw on their upcoming match against Syria alone. From me and my co-analyst in the studio today, we say to you, do have a wonderful and pleasant week ahead. Thank you. Our 23 players are fit. There are some uh, troubling problems because they cancelled one or two flights because you know in Europe now it's another uh, lockdown in certain countries and it's not easy to find the flights but our team manager is working on it with the travelling agency and I hope that all the 23 players will be here at least on Monday some of them are playing on Sunday travelling on Monday to Abuja or to Lagos can only arrive on Tuesday and so real only really two days of preparation is Wednesday and Thursday in good conditions Stand up.